0: You are listening to Intrepid Healthcare's exclusive coverage of the HIMSS annual conference and exhibition. Welcome to HIMSS 15, direct from Chicago. Our coverage is brought to you by CTG Health Solutions, your trusted advisor for healthcare IT advisory and consulting services. And now, here are your hosts, Joe Lavelle and Rayanne Thorne.
1: Welcome to a special episode of Intrepid Healthcare, live from HIMSS 15 exhibition floor in Chicago. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm excited to be bringing you Talk HIT with CTG with my friend and co-host, Rayanne Thorne, in our remote studio right here in the CTG Health Solutions booth. Rayanne, let's give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, CTG Health Solutions.
2: Absolutely. We are hanging out at the South Expo Hall in booth 1580, hashtag close to Epic, Folks want to come on down? We're broadcasting live, live streaming out to our website on intrepidnow.com forward slash hashtag talk HIT with CTG. We are so excited to be part of the CTG team here at hashtag hymns 15.
1: In fact, you cannot get any closer to Epic.
2: No, we can't get any (laughs) closer to Epic.
1: All right, we're going to get right to it. Today, we're joined by two guests that we're very excited about. First, Patricia Mook, CNIO at Innova Health System, and Kimberly Krakowski, Director of Informatics and Innovation at Innova Health System. And we just discovered these ladies are celebrities. Yes, they are, right? Yeah,
0: we need their autograph.
1: (laughs) Yes, we do. Right. All right, we'll start with you, Patricia. Tell us a little about you and your background.
0: Well, thank you for having me today. I am a nurse. I work at Nova Health System. I've been a nurse since 1980. So, 30 five years this year, and wow. I am their chief nursing information officer there at ANOVA. I'm actually their first chief nursing information officer, and I've had that title now for about 18 months, and there are probably, I'm thinking about 200 of us across, yeah. across did, the nation. And we're going to talk about that later. Did you write your own job description? I did. There you go. I actually did, All in, right. in, in conjunction with my chief medical information officer, who was a great proponent for nursing. Absolutely. And is that person a physician? He is. It's a huge collaboration, and uh, we work every day to make the environment for our caregivers and our patients the best together. So great to have you here.
1: All right, Kimberly. Why don't you give us a little about your background as well?
3: Well, um, I have been a nurse for 20 years. And started you started off when
1: you were four?
3: <laughs> when I was four. You are very, very kind. Oh, um, man. You're going to make me blush, but this is radio, so no one can see it. That's right. um, I, I started off at the bedside and quickly went into nursing leadership and had the opportunity to work under um, an innovative physician by the name of Mark Smith, who gave me opportunities to work with an EHR. And I got to move forward looking at different EHR pieces and technology. And then when coming to Innova Health System, had the blessed opportunity of working with Patricia next to me and have stayed by her side ever since, which gave me the opportunity to work with Epic and become a builder, understand it a lot better, and now work with trying to be very innovative and making processes easier and better for all of our clinicians not just nursing. So I'm excited to be here too. Thank you. We have the Batman and Robin here sitting at the table with us. How is that? We are a dynamic duo. You are a dynamic duo.
2: You took the words right out of my mouth. Show us your (laughs)
1: superpowers and bust out the capes. Exactly and describe a little bit about Inova Health System and how you're positioned.
0: We are in Northern Virginia about a half an hour outside of Washington D.C. Our hospital is in total Probably are fifty miles away from each other, from the farthest, and we have five facilities, and one in Mount Vernon, Anova Mount Vernon, and Anova Alexandria Hospital. Of course, Anova Fairfax Hospital, Anova Loudon, and Anova Fair Oaks. The largest hospital is about nine hundred beds and sits in Fairfax and is a tertiary care hospital, and the others surround it. We have about two hundred and fifty ambulatory sites that provide every. Subspecialty that you can imagine that support our communities. In addition to that, we have our Nova Cares that are really our community charitable arm where we provide care for the indigent in Northern Virginia.
1: Nice. Well, you were telling us before the show that you're now past the screwing in of all these EHRs and having one EHR throughout the system, which is just a phenomenal accomplishment. And you're on to the next stage, and I'm not going to take your thunder. So that next stage is.
0: So we did put up five hospitals and 250 ambulatory sites in about 18 months. And wow. we did that with the help of CTG. They were, they were our partners in that implementation. And we are now in our optimization phase. And actually, we did that after we aligned with Valley Health and put up six of their hospitals and 50 more of their ambulatory sites. So we're in an op- optimization phase, probably... I would say implementation is hard, but optimization is... Eighteen months, though? <sighs> three that times hard. That's, hard. That's insane. Three yeah. times,
1: you're right. At least yeah. three times as hard. Yeah. yeah.
0: Optimization is three times as hard. You know, I think that what has evolved out of that implementation is the growth of an informatics department, which Kimberly actually oversees. She's our director of informatics and optimization, kind of falls right in her realm of what we do. And she looks at innovation to help us with what we do and how we optimize. And we don't just oversee the clinical side of Epic. We have the revenue cycle side our clinical applications and then the ambulatory piece which comprises both revenue and the clinical. And so though we are both nurses, both Kimberly and I also oversee the revenue cycle. So that's like professional billing, hospital billing, ADT, prelude cadence, all the scheduling and, and billing. Yeah. Money, money. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. Currently I'm the interim director of the revenue cycle build teams right now too. <laughs> and what we found is we're getting ready to do our big 2012, 2014 upgrade with Epic, so that's something on top of optimization. But we're looking at these different projects, and it's important to have someone that is a nurse that has the clinical piece because we're going to be integrating some of our revenue systems that look at our coding pieces and our clinical documentation specialists that are looking at that DRG and integrating that into our record so that we can see how can we improve length of stay, how can we improve throughput. And so, really bringing all of that together. One thing we didn't mention is we were fortunate enough that ANOVA was capable of implementing not just the clinical applications, but the revenue cycle and the ambulatory. And that is a huge benefit to our geographic region because almost anywhere you go in northern Virginia, you are going to have access to an epic health record. And so we can see and just put the click of a button, pull out any information if that patient has been seen somewhere in our area recently.
2: Are roller skates part of your costume that you wear to work every day? <laughs> we, we we joke about
3: that a little bit. Yes, yes.
1: Part of the superhero. Opinion.
0: Wow. Yeah. So, I hope it matches your cape. That's uh, all that matters. So, right? you know, Kim didn't mention that one of the parts of our optimization does include looking at length of stay and really how does the patient move through your system. And so she's actually um, been overseeing our bed management and bed placement pieces that will enhance what we do as clinicians, and it involves the revenue cycle side and, and, and the clinical side, and it's very intricate. And, and the piece that's so important is understanding the workflow of the patient, the workflow of our staff in all of those areas, and just being able to incorporate that into the build and the development of the bed management and placement system. Do new nurses have to have an IT degree as well today? They don't, but it's very
3: interesting that you say that because recently we were very lucky that we were able to contribute to a new book for HIMSS called An Introduction to Nursing Informatics, Evolution and Innovation, and we co-wrote Chapter 3, which we talk about where we are today with technology, and nursing really needs to be ahead of the game, and so we are really looking at making sure that they are technically savvy. Now, we're lucky because most of the nurses that are going into school now are already maybe even more savvy than and other people. They were born so with devices they, in their hands, right? They sure were. That's right. And so it shows the, the different generations that are in nursing now, and they're all teaching each other things. So so you have reverse mentoring going on where do. the younger nurses are? Right. That's it, great. And it really, it in many ways, has helped bridge the gap with nursing, because before you had the older nurses who knew everything, and they had to teach the young. Well, now we've got our the clinical expertise, and we've got our technical expertise, and it, it's really helping nursing overall in the profession, I believe. Are nursing schools
0: contributing to this or are they lagging behind? So one of the things that both Kim and I um, have had the benefit and and really the privilege of is is partnering with some of our local schools. We we both have opportunities to speak with George Mason or Shenandoah and including um, their students. We have students every year. Um, Probably now in our IT we have high school students that work with us, college students that work with us, That's with great. interns, and um, graduate students. We both have graduate students who are in nursing administration, but they're here to watch us as informatic, inf, nurse informaticists in leadership and how we integrate what we do within the ANOVA healthcare system
3: you might want to mention the program that you just completed the first round of partnering with the White House and looking at healthcare IT and really trying to advance technology with high
0: school students yeah. providing careers for them right out of school. So we had our first summer program which was an internship for high school students that came out of health career clusters in Loudoun County Public Schools with in uh, partnership with Northern Virginia Community College and the Claude Moore Foundation and ANOVA provided the playground so to speak or the environment for these high school students to learn about healthcare IT. And we had five students last summer. We will have four college students this summer and six high school students that will be working with us. Now we put them through an educational program that talks about the baseline of informatics. We then put those college students with leaders like Kim and some of my other leaders in my department and different environments, and they work for the summer learning about healthcare IT. And we've done that in partnership with Vice President Biden's program, transitioning students into the workforce. And That's so fantastic. It's absolutely, we've, we've had really great results and really wonderful partners in the community that have helped us with that. And ANOVA is on the forefront, actually.
1: Awesome. I want to go back to optimization. I'm intensely curious right now as a 25-year consultant, You've gotten it all screwed in, and you have that first meeting. You've got the right people in the room. Where did you start? Where did you say, how are we going to tackle this big thing called optimization?
3: Yeah. My part is it comes from the users. The users now, and and we'll attribute our CMIO to the saying, Informatics 2.0. And what that really means is that used to, you would buy software, you would have the EHR package or something that was a silo for one system, and the company would tell you when you could fix it, when you could upgrade, what you could add. And it all came from the vendor. Now, the vendor sells you this package, and you can do with it whatever you want. They give you the Legos, you get to make the very artistic pieces of art. And so... Everybody's excited, and so what we do is work with the end users. We, we of course, probably start where we think that we have an opportunity, and we do a lot with performance improvement, Kaizen, workflow analysis. Working with Lean. And working with our Lean team. We have a great performance improvement Lean team that are all Six Sigmas, and we look at that, and we say, what can we do better? And then as we are scoring things, and we're, we're very methodical about it, we use the proper processes we then identify what is going to give us the most bang for the buck. So we're very conscious of not just wanting to add things to our EHR, but really wanting to overall impact not only efficiency for the staff, but also overall care and safety. And
0: and the way Kim described it, we have the capability of doing that because we have a great build team and we've also put together an informatics workforce who understands and has been trained in lean, um, who works in partnership with our human engineers and just looks for those opportunities every day in their work. They sit in our hospitals. Kim has 15 people, most of them are nurses. They are in our operating units. They're sitting side by side with our leaders and side by side with our staff and they look for opportunities where we're having those roadblocks in what we do and where are those gaps? Where can we make things better? And every day we look for what's going to give us the best bang for our work you know
1: awesome I'm glad you got your superhero costumes on because yeah. here it comes <laughs> all my friends from Uh-oh. the HITSM community social media community What's the biggest problem when we're talking about optimization, right? It's... Oh.
0: Interoperability it's is just right. really something that we look at every day. And Kim, you want to talk about what we've been I doing? Will. I, I will tell you, as part of our
3: implementation, we had to go through a lot of testing to make things talk to each other. And I'm excited about a new group called West Health Institute, which is a foundation that was set up. And they have created the Center for Medical Interoperability. And the focus of that center is to create a lab where vendors can come together and talk to each other and learn how to make things talk and connect rather than putting all that responsibility on the end users or the hospital system because we spend a lot of time with that. And uh, recently, the West Health Institute put out a survey to nurses where they had over 500 nurses respond. And they also were doing this because the literature shows that over 400,000 Americans die from preventable medical errors. And that's huge. And it's an estimated trillion dollars or higher that we actually spend because of these errors. And nurses want to spend time with their patients. They went into the profession to spend time with their patients, and the survey showed that these nurses spend about 35% of their time with patients. And the top three things that they feel they're wasting time doing, that they could be focusing more on the people that they're caring for, is dealing with devices. And when you have humans, we all have the ability to create error, and we need to take human error out of it when we are caring for people. So you're not having to transcribe information from one system to another and enter toggling that data. Out, yes. the it's not only wasteful time, but it's also it lends itself for mistakes. And we've got to be smarter and work together as a community, whether you are a vendor making a piece of equipment or a hospital implementing that, we need to make it all talk to each other and work together. So I'm, I'm excited for the future. I got a question for you because there's a lot of talk
2: about patient advocacy, Patient engagement, how will what you're doing
0: contribute to that? How will it benefit patients? Well, as we provide for time that's set with clinical documentation to be more efficient for our patients, for for our staff, excuse me, um, it allows for time for our nurses to really be at the to be at the bedside and interact more with our patients. And I, I think that our not just nurses but physicians and our allied health caregivers really yearn for time to spend. With their patient at the bedside to do teaching, to provide them with information, to talk to their families about what's to come when you go home, what's your care going to look like when you go home, and, and to provide for that transition. The more time we have to spend at the bedside with our patient and, and have more efficiencies in our clinical documentation will allow for better outcomes right. for our patients. And that's ultimately what it's all about, yes. right? Right.
3: Yeah. And the interoperability is not just with a EKG machine in the medical record or a ventilator in the medical record. It's also our devices. We are now connecting more and more with patients with mobile devices, whether you have a Fitbit or the new Microsoft device that le- that measures the same exact things. We need for all of these companies to allow
0: patients to interact. There's patient portals and patient-generated data that they can input information that will go right to their physician in their office or back to their caregiver in the hospital that they had their hospitalist. Right. It's crazy to think
2: of everything that this can help, assist, contribute to, benefit. It's Absolutely.
3: It's insane. Absolutely.
1: But it needs to be well-planned and it needs to be interoperable. I think one of the challenges we have is our entrepreneurs can't fix all the problems that prevent interoperability, so they create a Fitbit, and they say, well, someone else will worry about how to get that into Nova's EHR right. and into every other hospital's EHR across the system.
2: Well, those techie entrepreneurs need to rely on folks like these two ladies who have their hands in it, so to speak, and can give feedback of how they can use that product, how they can use the technology right.
0: to benefit their jobs, benefit the healthcare systems everywhere. That's why we at innova have created... Opportunities for us to have an innovation council where we have groups of physicians and nurses and lean staff, our lean partners who are looking out in front, trying to be risk takers. We've set up kind of a schematic right now where our caregivers can send in to us ideas. What are their thoughts about what will make their lives easier and better at the bedside with their patients so that we can then go out and look for what will create a better place for them to work? And so Kim's part of that innovation council. We have a lean partner. His name is Metty, He's just awesome. He works with us in IT. He's really familiar with innovation and really presses us. Every day with what we do, and you have a looking, at, looking at workflow. Our chief technology officer, Marshall Ruffin, and our chief medical information officer, Ryan Bosch, are just out in the forefront, out there every day looking at what opportunities are there for us. So we want to be risk takers. We want to be innovators. We're even looking at those young companies out there who are looking for opportunities and people to support them in their work with their innovation. So we've we've got an arm. It's a culture. I I, I think that's the big thing. And that's
3: kind of the whole mantra of the Informatics 2.0 is it's a culture. You have to be willing to go to your end users and say, what can we do better? Asking the questions rather than having them come to you with what they need it's being proactive not reactive and and i would charge any of those small little companies that are that have a great idea and they're trying to make it big make it easy for us if you put in the time to make it interoperable we're more likely going to go with you we want that we want that safety we want that ease of use and we kind of we really expect our vendors to be doing that for us so if you know if you're going to invest in them
2: They need to invest in you.
3: Right, right. And now there's a center where they can go and participate and try and be proactive and and join a great coalition.
1: Looks like we're running a little short on time. Before we go, Patricia and then Kimberly, can you tell people where they can go to contact you and learn more about what you're doing at ANOVA?
0: Sure. Well, we are at ANOVA Health System. We're both in the informatics department. You can certainly contact me at patricia.mook at ANOVA.org and Kimberly at kimberly dot Krakowski at org, and we have a book out there it's called an introduction to nursing informatics and evolution and innovation and you can find that in the HIMSS bookstore it's just really a great foundation for any nurses in your organization that want to learn about nursing informatics and Quite frankly, that would be any nurse in a hospital or an ambulatory site because this is knowledge that is really important for them to know as they move forward in their careers. Perfect. Yes. I agree. If you buy the book, you'll know how to spell my last name. There you go. <laughs> so,
3: um, and, and no profits go to us. It all goes to him. So I'm not trying to make money off of you. So yeah, Kimberly.Krakowski at Inova.org, And I'd love to hear from anyone with questions, concerns, or feedback they can give me so I can keep trying to be an advocate for the West Health Institute and interoperability out there. We want to be a part of great things.
1: Awesome. Patricia and Kimberly, we learned so much. Thanks so much. For
3: oh, being thanks here. Thanks thanks for thank you. Thank you.
1: All right. It was a great pleasure. That wraps this live broadcast from Hymns 15. Again, we want a quick shout out to our sponsor, CTG.
2: Absolutely. Coming to you live from booth 1580 in the South Expo Hall. Please come by. It's been a pleasure to meet you, ladies. Thanks for joining us tonight. Nice Thank, Thank you.
1: On behalf of our guests, Patricia Mook and Kimberly Krakowski, this is Joe Lavelle with my co host, Rayanne Thorne. Intrepid Healthcare's live coverage from Chicago. We'll be right back.